Jeff MacArthur back on this Monday. And new rules starting today for unvaccinated Canadian travelers. Have a listener's Global's Marianne Demain. She was at Pearson Airport in Toronto earlier today. Starting today, unvaccinated Canadians can board a plane or train, something they haven't been allowed to do since October of last year. I have some unvaccinated family members that are really excited. Vaccination requirements are also being lifted for federally regulated transportation workers. That mandate also won't be put in place in all federally regulated workplaces. I think it's great that everyone can travel now. But when it comes to how this will impact the long lines and frustrating delays at Canada's busiest airports, experts say don't expect to see a change. There's six or seven million uh, unvaccinated Canadians in this category. And if, you know, the same percentage of them decide to travel as the rest of the population, it's going to lead to more congestion at the airport. All right. That's Global's Marianne Demain, who was at Pearson Airport, as I mentioned earlier today. Joining us now for more on this, here is travel expert Leslie Cater, who's on the line. Leslie, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Jeff. All right. First off, uh, what do travelers need to know if they're heading to the airport later today or sometime uh, this week or I guess any time really during the uh, busy summer travel season, which I would take is officially underway as of tomorrow? (laughs) That's right. Well, yes, in a way, it's good news for those who are uh, not vaccinated because they can travel domestically within Canada. They can get on a plane and they can fly wherever in Canada and come back. No problems. But remember that they still have to be vaccinated to re-enter Canada. If they're not, then they have to do a COVID test before re-entering. And then they also have to have their quarantine plan in place. So while it's good news for domestic travel, it's not really much changing for them as far as international travel is concerned. You know, that is a really interesting and something, Leslie, I don't think has been talked about enough with these uh, changes starting today. Do you think that's going to catch a lot of travelers uh, by surprise? Um, I think most travelers, if they're planning to travel, I've found that people are really scouring the Internet and reading what what's what and what they need. But, you know, it's very confusing. We've got a number of phone calls from people who just don't understand some of the rules. It's convoluted. And to make matters worse now, We hear um, phrases like, oh, temporarily, they're going to temporarily do this, see what the numbers are like, see what the infections are like. So um, at the end of the day, you know, Canada is a big place. And if you think about it, if you've got from people trying to get from the prairies to go into the Maritimes, you can only do that by a flight. And uh, if people are not vaccinated, they haven't been able to do that. But The concern is now it's going to add more loads to the passengers, the numbers that are going through our airport. Right. And I want to get to what's been going on in airports for the last uh, month or more in just a second. But let's try to clear up some of that uh, confusion, because some of the things you still need is the ArriveCan app. uh, That still applies. Is that right? That is correct. With the ArriveCan app, um, you have to put l- upload your details, vaccination if you have it. And also, if you're coming from outside of Canada, then you have to detail your quarantine um, uh, plan, what you've got in place, where you're going to be. All right. And despite the fact that as of today, unvaccinated uh, travelers uh, can board airplanes and trains as well, uh, the mask mandate, that still is in place on uh, both planes and trains? Yes, that is true. That is still in place. Um, I think it will stay in place for a little while longer. I know it's 
seems to some people it seems a bit silly because we've got football games going, we've got uh, hockey games and various celebrations, but that is going to be in place for a while longer. All right. How concerned are you and those in the travel industry and in the airport industry as well about uh, this maybe adding to the confusion? Because we know confusion equals chaos and there's been enough chaos already in our airports. Is there any concern here that this is and I think a lot of people are hoping these changes ease some of the confusion and chaos we've seen. But do you think it uh, might have the opposite effect, Leslie, and add to it, if not just in the short term? Well, I think it will be ease up things a little bit uh, for entry back into Canada because they're going to go do away with the random testing. Um, so, so that's a good thing to do. I mean, the process going through the airport, departing and coming back into Canada is onerous. You've got a lot of paperwork to take with you. You've got digital apps, which sometimes don't work, which people don't understand. I'm sure I'm not the only one that stood in the lineup at an airport somewhere in Canada where the person in front of me is not familiar with the paperwork they need. So that's one of the things that's been slowing down. Plus, we're crippled with this work shortage of people, uh, airport security, airport baggage people. Where have they all gone? Well, to that point, do you think that this is going to help? Because part of uh, what is being instituted today is the fact that, uh, and they announced this last week, the federal government did, that federally regulated employees no longer have to be fully vaccinated to work. So could they be uh, adding in, do we think, in the uh, coming days, in uh, weeks, uh, some people to the uh, workforce uh, at the airports that would uh, greatly help? Oh, yes, I'm, I'm really hoping that that will be the case. I know the federal government has been uh, working hard to hire people into the security system screening offices. They said that they've hired nearly 900. They probably need another 900. Um, You know, and I think this is a problem that's facing not just Canadian airports, but all around the world, because we're seeing these big lineups in the UK as well. Um, So it's people left the industry. I think this is what it comes down to. And now we've got to try and get those service people back so that we can speed up the whole process. And it's getting so bad that, in fact, Heathrow Airport has asked airlines to cancel flights as they face shortage of staff. And Gatwick wants them to put a cap on flights. Yeah, tell us a bit more, sorry, Leslie, if you could, about that, because that made some huge headlines earlier today that Heathrow apparently uh, cancelled 10% of flights today just because of a baggage backlog? That's correct, yes. They've got a a sea, an ocean of baggage there that, um, for some reason, they had some kind of glitch with the baggage thing, and uh, they just can't keep up with that. There are people all over the world now trying to get their bags back. Can you imagine? It's happened to me. So I've, <laughs> I know how frustrating it is. Um, so with a shortage of staff and all of that baggage to process, that's not going to make things easy. So they're saying to the airlines, you need to cancel more flights. We can't deal with this. Now, you know, if anybody's got plans made to go on a cruise or a tour, I mean, that's not movable. You you miss the first couple of dates and the, that's it. You're stuck. Right. And especially with a cruise, because a cruise will not let you embark uh, on a second port or a third port these days because of COVID. You have to get on board at the 
started the cruise. So listen, it, yeah, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, sorry, I was just going to say you so accurately described the situation in the scene at Heathrow. For those that have not seen it today, it is a sea of luggage, of uh, baggage. Some 15,000 uh, travelers have been stranded at that airport today. And I know a lot of people, a great travel tip is to, uh, you know, they tie those uh, really colorful ribbons on the handles of their luggage. I don't think this is going to help you in this case. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it certainly won't. When you look at that pile of luggage, there's all colors, all shapes and sizes. You know, for me personally, if I'm traveling over this time of year with this kind of chaos going on, I'm doing carry on. Yeah. I'll just wear the same clothes for a week or two weeks. When I come back to Canada, I'll burn them. But I, <laughs> I, will, I will not check my bag. I think a lot of people are uh, feeling very similar these days. Uh, Leslie, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much for this. Thanks so much, Jeff. Have a good day. You too. Travel expert Leslie Cater with us. News update to the top of the hour next here on the Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.